Hey y'all, it's Crystal. And it's Samantha. And this is Serial Holic Sisters. True crime shit. Hey girl, hi. Hola. Why do, why do I always do that? I'm so awkward. Hola. As soon as I say it, I'm like, hi. <laughs> Como estes. Like, what? I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> hi. <laughs> hey, what's up? How's it going? It's going. Nice, nice. Yeah. Both yeah. off work today? Chilling at the house? We are. Um, It's pretty nice. It is um, nice. Except for the fact that I really need to clean. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that. Um, so yeah, that's about it. Okay. Um, I just wanted to do a quick reminder to let everybody know if you have any spooky, creepy, yes. paranormal or true crime or just any kind of spooky tales that you want to send our way, you can just send them to us at Sisters at gmail.com or you can go to our website and submit them and we're just trying to get all those in so we can put them together and because it's a... October. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's spooky month. <laughs> it is spooky month. Finally, pre-October is finished. October is here. It is our time. <laughs> so, um, no. What are you doing? <laughs> no. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> um, yeah, no, my, our, my, our, our mother has my daughter at the doctor's office. Oh, right, right, right. So. right. Your mother. Yes. Yeah your mother too I mean our mother <laughs> and that's why I was like my and I was like wait a minute no hour <laughs> anyways anywho so so it's my week it is your week I have a doozy it's not a gory one we always put trigger warnings out there in the beginning but there's not really a trigger warning it's more of like a weird unsolved slash did end up getting solved case okay yeah it's it's super weird but yeah it's it's okay. I'm I'm just gonna get right into it. <laughs> Are you okay right now? Like <laughs> I don't know. I, <laughs> Did you forget how to do this? <laughs> All right, let's go. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage. All the way to the, we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So this case starts on, well, it doesn't start, but we'll, we'll start with the weird instance. So on February 4th, 2010... Summer McStay, her husband Joseph, and their two sons, Gianni and Joseph Jr., disappeared. They lived a really happy life, um, normal family. Joseph owned like an earth-inspired products company. He like built decorative fountains and stuff like that. And it was okay. And he, he did this in Fallbrook, California. And his wife was a licensed real estate agent. Okay. Gianni was four and Joseph Jr. was three. Just a normal family. Well, this case is going to have like a timeline to follow. So we're just going to get right into it. Okay. In the winter of 2009, Joseph and his wife moved to Fallbrook, California, to a community that everyone knew as the Friendly Village. Like there was never anything bad that really happened there. Um, it wasn't like a big high crime rate or anything like that. So it was a nice area to live. 
both were very loving parents and they had friends that had no bad things to say about them. On February 4th, Joseph was on the phone with his dad the day that they ended up going missing. But he mentioned like he was in a hurry because he had a lunch meeting to get to. So he didn't talk to him very long. And his last call was made to his business associate, Chase Merritt, on February 4th. Okay. So probably the guy he was supposed to be having lunch with, his business meeting lunch? Probably. Okay. Summer, his wife, had talked to her sister who had recently had a baby. And they they weren't on the phone very long, but there was no more phone conversations that happened after 547 that night. Okay. Like no conversations or anything. Like no phone calls? No, there's phone calls, but there's no conversations with anybody after 547. I'm so confused. Okay. I know. (laughs) So a neighbor's surveillance system captured the bottom 18 inches of a vehicle that was believed to be the mixed days Isuzu Trooper at 747 that night. So... When I say the bottom 18 inches, it's because of the way that the surveillance camera was pointed. It wasn't pointed to where it could see like all of the street. It was pointed so that it was could see the neighbor's house, but it just so happened to have like an angle where you could see just like the very bottom 18 inches of the vehicle that was parked in their driveway. Which 18 was inches car. is very precise, by the way. <laughs> well, it is precise, but that's, I mean, that's what when, they said. <laughs> when it's being investigated, that was what was <laughs> was said. So. Okay, okay. so when I said that they didn't have any more phone conversations at, after 547, it's because nobody answered. So at 828, there was a call that was placed by Joseph to his business associate, Charles, or Chase Merritt. Okay. He went by Chase. But the call went to voicemail. Okay. So there was no conversations, but that was the last phone call that um, was ever made from the family okay so over the next couple days friends and family had tried to contact the family but they never could get a hold of them which was really odd because like joseph owns a business so where where he where he at did he make his business meeting or no like his lunch he did he did so that was all before they left that night so on february 9th Chase hadn't heard from Joseph. So this is like five days after right, the last right. time they were home or anybody heard from him. So he was like, okay, well, I'm going to send a coworker to the house and check on him, which to me, I would have been going and check on him myself, but that's right. just me. <laughs> right. That's your business associate. I mean, I would go anyways. Also, so he was I feel like, like, I feel like if I had not showed up to work for five days, they would have come looking before that not because they were concerned about me but because you know they need people working (laughs) (laughs) well I can tell you being in not just being in a small town but because I literally like hardly ever take vacation right I literally work all the time I typically only take vacation like twice a year if I didn't show up for one day without calling in (laughs) I can tell you that they would call me and if I didn't answer they come check up on me right but anywho, he didn't go. He sent a coworker, um, and the worker got there, and they saw that the family's two dogs were both outside, and they both had food and water in their bowls, and so they were like, "Okay, well, oh, maybe- after five days, 
they were still eating and drinking and they were like, oh, okay, well, well, maybe the family, you know, went out of town and they asked somebody to come over and take care of their dogs. Right. Which also it's kind of sad because it's February. So it's really cold. And the yeah, dogs I don't are- like that. I don't like that. But also but, it's California, right? So it's probably not that cold. Maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know no. how it gets. Um, I'm too too busy living in the Midwest. So, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, by the 13th of February, the family still had no sign. Like nobody had showed up. Nobody had There's- contacted anybody. There was no sign of them. Yes. Nobody yeah. had heard from them. So Joseph's brother was getting extremely worried because they had try to reach out a couple times and nobody answered right he's like well i'm gonna go over to the house so he got in his car drove over to the house to see if they were home the dogs were still there um he saw no sign of a break-in but there was a partially open window which was also really weird because it's again february and why is there a partially open window right well so he used this partially open window to get inside but he didn't see anything out of the like out of the normal they had only moved into the house like three months earlier at the end of 2009 you know Mm -hmm. so there were still some like boxes unpacked and they were doing renovations and stuff like that so nothing seemed weird or odd and there was still no sign of the family so he was like okay well I'm just gonna leave a note for the person that he thought was like feeding the dogs yeah Uh, so he's like I'm gonna leave a note and I'm gonna ask them to call me because I'm super concerned and and see if maybe they can tell me like where they're at maybe they don't have cell phone service right right so he left a note for the person that was feeding the dogs and later on that evening Joseph's brother received a phone call oh from animal control from animal control So animal control was planning on taking the dogs because they had been left outside without food for over a week. It turned out that animal control was the one that had stopped by and fed and watered the dogs. Oh, okay. I was like, but but they had food and water. Wow, that's crazy. Okay. So, you know, the coworker that had stopped by thought they were fine because the dogs were eating and drinking. Right, right. So, yeah, no, Summer and Joseph hadn't asked anybody to do it. Oh, those poor dogs. Just and wondering, family. just what I would say, just wondering where their family is. Okay. <laughs> like what? I'm, I'm just picturing them sitting there thinking, like, did they just abandon us? Like, what happened? Do they not love us I anymore? I know. Oh. Okay. Well, okay. Obviously, this concerned Joseph's brother. Yes, I would hope so. Like, he's like, thank you for letting us know. Um, I, I didn't read anywhere on whether they like let them take the dogs or what but he was like thank Surely you for letting they me- did he was like thank you for letting me know so he called the police and reported the family missing at this point okay so it's been five days now that they've been no missing. it's been more because that was the 13th of february oh shit oh it was five days when the co-worker went yeah which was on the ninth yeah because they went missing on the fourth so yeah it's so worse. that's so much time just like wasted because nobody even realized that they were missing oh wow so on the 15th two days after they were reported missing 11 days after they were last heard from police went to the mixed days home to search it it looked completely normal 
it was so hard to see if there was even a struggle because of like the lack of furniture and renovations that were happening. Mm -hmm. Um, there was, which to me, I feel like would have been a huge sign anyways, but this is just me. Um, there was raw food that was left out. I'm sorry. What? Raw food? There was raw food that was left out. So like, it looked like they either left in a hurry or they were going to be back home super soon. So they had like left like it out. Like they had laid food out to cook later on, basically. Like he, to defrost or something like that. Yeah. And you know, that had to reeked by the time uh, Joseph's brother went inside. Right. right? So to me, I, I mean, I'm sure he wasn't thinking about it because it didn't look out of the normal or whatever. But like, to me, I would have been like, well, that's weird. I would have been like, why does it smell like a dead ass body in here? Like, what is that smell? Well, yes. That too. <laughs> like, but I would have been like, well, that's weird. Why is that still like surely they would have thought even even if you went to go and leave like on vacation first off no normal people leave on vacation without like telling a family member no you don't just (laughs) I mean unless it's just like an out of the blue somebody surprises the other one but then you still like tell somebody and work right you're like oh hey we're going on this surprise my husband's surprised me with this vacation so we're gonna be gone for a little bit whether you own your businesses or not like you got to tell your employees that you're not going to be there yeah you wouldn't just leave your dogs also outside yeah sorry so again all these here my ice for my iced coffee here i'm gonna get a step sorry (laughs) so again i mean i understand like everybody was like trying to do the benefit of the doubt but at the same time, I'm like, there's so many red flags right now. Right. That yeah. One, you don't leave your dogs, especially outside. In February. Right. Yeah. Two, you tell a family or your work for sure, because you got to tell your employees. Three, you don't leave out raw food. And if you do, then, I mean, if it hits you, surely it would have hit you after nine days of being gone, you know, and said, hey, no, mom, dad, somebody, can you go over there and throw that out? Because now when I get home, I'm going to, like, it's going to take a month to get that smell out of my house. So gross. that's real gross. So many red flags, so many red flags, which again, like I said, I'm not blaming the family by all means. It's nobody's fault. Nobody knew. Right. Right. But again, it's just odd. So police were looking and they didn't see anything no forced entry nothing so basically there was like no evidence to determine where they left to and why they left so it was so weird it is it was so weird and the the whole family so it's the two small kids too it's like mom dad and two small kids yes just disappear with no sign of anything exactly without a trace pretty much yeah here's another weird thing though so like the week before they did go missing Summer had actually planned to go and visit her sister who had just had a baby. Okay. And Joseph had arranged with a family friend to come and help paint the house. Um, So like this family friend came over and they were painting the house and they had left. But they said that they were going to return back Saturday, February 6th to help finish up. But they never called their friend. Like Joseph never called the friend back to make sure they were still on. So they never went back by they just never what kind of friend is this they just never went back by they just didn't they said they i'm gonna be them. back tomorrow to finish painting and then just didn't show up or call to see if they needed them that's kind of I rude guess. actually <laughs> 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 like it's a quite a coincidence that they ended up missing after that but that's just kind of rude <laughs> no they went missing before that 
because February 6th was when they were supposed to come back. Two days after, right? Yeah, yeah. And but they, just, they never showed up again or called. They just like ghosted them. Yeah. What kind of friend is that? And, they, and you know, they could have called, but they didn't answer because they were been missing for two days by then. I feel like I still would have showed up and been like, hey, you still need my help painting. Yeah, that's me too. I, that's just like, me. What? What? I would have done the same thing. I don't get well, it. Well, Thursday, the 4th, the day that they did go missing, Joseph did have a regular work day. It showed that he went to meetings and his cell phone records even showed that he had drove home after the meeting and still made calls into the evening. So he treated that day just like any other day. Right. And there was like nothing unordinary at all. Well, when investigators got wind of the neighbor's security camera, like showing just a portion Mm -hmm. and they saw the car leaving, they had noticed that it never returned home. So it was weird. They got in their car. They actually drove off, but. But you can't see on the camera. It doesn't show them getting in the car because it just shows the bottom of it. So you can't Mm -hmm. see. So records later were found that the same car had been towed February 8th for a parking violation near the Mexican border. Oh, shit. So let let me guess my theory before. You tell me what actually happened so we can see how wrong I am. So how I'm thinking is this is too weird to just be like some random person came in and like kidnapped them and tried to take them to Mexico and abandoned their van or whatever it was. Isuzu. (laughs) Um, Isuzu. Is that a van? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Anyways, to me, it sounds like more of like a snapped episode where like there's issues in the marriage you don't really know about and because everything seems so good from the outside one of them ends up snapping like family annihilate 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 oh my god (laughs) annihilates jesus christ that's a hard one to say (laughs) i had a stroke um annihilates the family okay you just reminded me have you seen, I'm sorry we have to pause that for a second do you remember or I don't know if I showed you this video this one girl she's like recording in her car and she's eating something and she's like I have down syndrome and then she said I have down syndrome I have down syndrome why does she keep saying it and she kept saying it and then, <laughs> and then you could see that she like paused it and then like hours later realized like she's dressed completely different re re uh starts recording and she's like i have dyslexia <laughs> that's not the same <laughs> that's what it just reminded me of i'm so sorry that was so great anyways <laughs> one of them snaps one of them snaps annihilates the family or like you know gets them all in the van and like makes them all go or whatever abandons the van goes to mexico i don't know this it started good in my head, but then I didn't know where it ended. So <laughs> this is what I've got working with me so far. This is what I'm working with. Okay. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> I figured. Okay. <laughs> we'll just leave it or, or it's a business associate that's pissed about a deal that went wrong. I don't know. You should just tell the story. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> so anywho. <laughs> no. So police found out, you know, this, this car had been towed. 
and they're like okay don't touch anything we're gonna come and seize this car for <laughs> good call good call please don't touch anything <laughs> <laughs> no but they're like um we need to seize this car for evidence right so they did and nothing odd was found <laughs> um they okay. found like new toys um you know car seats normal things for family but it was just like super bizarre that the car was left in general like yeah. why leave the car so march 5th police were able to get security footage from the parking lot oh, okay in which the car was towed mm-hmm. but the way that the security footage is it's not like inside the park like you, it's just seeing you know people drive in and out and stuff Ugh, seriously like well that's how most parking garage it's annoying though it's annoying there should be cameras everywhere from every angle but they were able to to capture when they got there which it showed that it didn't even arrive there until the afternoon of the 8th so the same day it got towed oh wow okay yeah so there were still four days that the mcstay family was like missing in between this car being found because they went missing on the 4th So there wasn't footage showing who was in the car or who got out or anything like that. So again, they were extremely stumped, had still no leads, no evidence, no anything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the friends of the McStays were like, there's no way they went to Mexico. Like, because Summer actually had stated she felt it was unsafe, especially for the kids. So she would never go to Mexico willingly. Oh, okay. But there was another new discovery on border surveillance this time. Ooh, okay. So border surveillance showed um, investigators found four people that resembled the McStays that were walking across the border at 7 p.m. on February 8th. Walking into Mexico. Yes. Which is less than two hours after the parking like parking the car into the nearby parking lot. So there's a bad business deal. He's going bankrupt and they have to start new families. Uh, they, the family has to start a new life. I was in like, start a new family. No, not start new families. They have to start a new life. Well. With new it, identities. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so the, the border footage was pretty grainy and it's really hard to like see everybody you know but it did show a male adult and a child walking in front of a female adult and another child okay and the sizing of the people like matched the mcstay family they were young children so the family was called in to actually identify the people the family on the camera like no the like their family okay i was like how did they call that family sorry (laughs) maybe i should have worded that better um the mcstay family their family gotcha their relatives yeah so they they were called in to like identify the people on the surveillance video and they all had mixed reactions so they did say multiple of them said the same thing they said that definitely looks like summer and the children but joseph's own mother was like the man in the video if that was joseph his hair would be much bushier and this just does not look like him much bushier because he couldn't have got a haircut i mean i don't i don't know i don't know okay 
they were like, they, they dress like them. Several family members though said that the man, there was no way that man was Joseph. It oh, couldn't have been. Interesting. So they also saw that they didn't seem like they were in distress at all. There was like no indication of any issue or anything. Mm-hmm. They, they went through up to the window for passport check or whatever and walked in. No, no big deal. So when police saw that, they were like, well, we should get the passport records from Border oh, Control. you think? <laughs> yeah. So they went through passport records and saw Joseph had a valid passport, but it hadn't been used before or after the disappearance. Okay. Summer's passport was expired and there were no records that she applied for a new one. And the children didn't even have passports. Okay. There was literally no way they could have gone through to Mexico. Unless they had fake passports with different identities. Right. Well, investigators also found that Summer had changed her name a few times throughout her life. Oh, that's sketch. Okay. (laughs) That is really sketchy. That's what I said when I was reading this. I was like, what? But out of the... And this this actually um, caused, like, a few different possible theories from people. Mm-hmm. So one of the theories was summer was most likely the reason for the disappearance. Um, they were, they were fighting some, something she did was illegal and they had to go to Mexico or something. What if she was in um, like witness protective, protection? yes, witness protection. And that's why so she that was, changed her. Changed so her that name. was actually another theory was okay. that she was actually somebody through witness protection and so that's why she had so many different names and somebody right. must have found out that she was there. And so they had to go through the border, but again, nothing, nothing linked up. They actually went through all of summer's old um, names that they could, you know, find. And right. again, nothing linked to her or any other possible pa- passports. So the theory for any of those was like never solved for that. Hmm. Um, and also when police were digging into that, this is what I would say. If she was part of witness protection, FBI did join in on this case, which I'm about to get into. They would have actually noted that out there and it wouldn't have been a big missing person thing. I mean, it would be, but it wouldn't be right. Like that would be known for, for police. And, and in this case, and it just never was stated that she was part of that. So I don't know if she, changed it because she didn't like her name or she really was sketchy or what but there was no proof as to why she had changed her name several times so on Mm -hmm. april 2nd the fbi joined in on the search for the missing family so there were some emails that were found showing the family had been interested in getting passports to travel to mexico oh so again sounds like they could have possibly just got it in a different name or something I would have been searching through those emails for, you know, days and days and days until I found out something. That's weird, especially since Summer had said to friends that she would never, ever take her kids to Mexico or go to Mexico. (laughs) Right. So a few months later in November of 2010, so same year they went missing, Patrick McStay, which is Joseph's father, had been going back and forth through all of um, Joseph's emails for leads for anything like any parent would do, you know, and he found something that looked off and it was from a business partner. And to him, it looked like it was like 
killer motive is how he described it. Okay. He gave it to the police. He, you know, urged them to look into this and police said that they did, but the lead turned into a dead end. And so the case officially went cold. Okay. A few years later on November 11th, 2013 a motorcyclist was driving in the desert near victorville california oh hey that's where i was born (laughs) was it really yes i was born in victorville california i didn't know that's where you were born in san bernardino county and i lived in barstow i always thought you you and michael were born in barstow we lived in barstow but i think i don't think there was a hospital there i guess i think okay it was close that's why i was like i thought you guys were always born in bar okay that makes sense yeah well, this was like roughly a hundred miles from where the McStay family home was. He um stumbles into human remains and calls it in. Oh no, I thought they were just living a different life. That's disappointing. Well, investigators rush to the scene and they find two graves. Two graves with multiple human remains in each. Oh, okay. And a three-pound sledgehammer found as well. Oh, in the graves? In the graves. So the murder weapon with the bodies? Mm-hmm. Wow. The remains were sent off immediately and asked to be rushed. And by November 15th, just a couple days later, they determined cause of death for all of them was blunt force trauma. Obviously due to, you know, decomposition, they had right. to determine the identity from dental records. Mm-hmm. And it did confirm they were, in fact, Joseph Summer and the two children. Oh, wow. All of them? Okay. All of them. All of my theories were awful. <laughs> <laughs> so the case was deemed a homicide because, obviously. Yeah. And now they needed to find out, like, who would have done this and why. But unfortunately, they didn't have leads and nothing to go off of at this point, right? They don't even know why they were... There's literally no reason as to why they would have been killed, especially brutally killed. Also, how far is Victorville from where they live? Because they lived in California. It was 100 miles. So this whole Mexico thing could have just been completely wrong and they were just they following ju- it for no reason. Yeah, this whole Mexico thing. Yes, it could have been. Like somebody could have killed them, stole their car and then drove to Mexico and like left it or whatever, basically. Yeah, and it just so happened to this family that was, like, walking across the border could have just been wrong place, wrong time, or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, one year later, literally a year later, because they had no leads to go off of. Right. (laughs) November 5th, 2014, due to forensic advances, DNA was found on the steering wheel and the gear shift of the of the McStay vehicle that was abandoned near the border. Obviously, they swabbed that stuff and they kept it in evidence and they were able to go back and use this. Okay. So kudos to them for right. opening this cold case and, and doing so. So Chase Merritt, who was... <gasps> the business here. partner that was angry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Chase Merritt, who was a business associate of Joseph. 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 <laughs> what did you say? Josen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jason and Joseph yeah. put together. Well, he was linked to the DNA. Okay. So he was immediately arrested and charged with four counts of murder. Mm-hmm. 
So they found several things on Chase after the arrest, which they had to they had to find something because just having your DNA on the gear shift and the steering wheel doesn't really technically right you know can't really technically be used i mean it can if it goes to trial and they want to use it but you can't say for sure it's there's reasonable doubt if all you have is hey this person that knows the family's dna is in their right so they did find a couple things um one was merit have had been writing checks against joseph's business totaling more than twenty one thousand dollars after he went missing checks against his business like like he was using his business account mm. after he went missing nobody looked into that before <laughs> and he was using this money to fuel his gambling addiction <laughs> so he had lost like thousands of dollars you know thousands the district attorney sought the death penalty due to how extreme the homicide was. Right. And by July of 2015, Merritt's defense attorney filed a request to have the case dismissed due to the wording used by the prosecution when the charges were filed. What? It didn't take. <laughs> okay. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's not... an. It's not unknown, especially for any kind of defense team to do that. Like, try to use whatever they can. Yes. Well, Merritt's trial actually was delayed a few times, though, because he kept firing his attorneys or kept trying to represent himself. So I don't know about you. This kind of sounds like um, Ted Bundy, but. (laughs) Right. But yeah, by February 16th. He had gone through five different attorneys. Jeez. I'm sorry. I feel like you would be the appointed an attorney at this point, And that's just it. hundred <laughs> percent. Well, Merritt, he remained jail, like without bail, even right. when they were postponing his trial. So it's not like he was like free. So that's right. Cool. They're like, go on, keep firing him. The longer this takes, the longer you're, you're going to be gonna in there. there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're going to sit there anyways, but. Right, right. <laughs> My God. Uh, you didn't see that. My light started flickering and I turned around and looked up at it and it stopped. Oh. Yeah. It's fine. Everything's fine. Anyways. What's going on? It, I feel like your ghost is getting like. Girl, I don't know. <laughs> going to kick you out. I mean, it's not like malicious or anything. It's just like. Unless you're trying to like burn my house down down with the electricity <laughs> aspect of it, but <laughs> so on January seventh, two thousand nineteen, trial began. By June tenth, he was found guilty of murdering the family, and on the twenty fourth of June, the jury recommended that he be sentenced to death. Oh damn! Okay. So by January twenty first, twenty twenty. The court had upheld their recommendation, and he was officially sentenced to death. No date determined as of yet. Mm-hmm. And he still states that he is innocent and loved Joseph, claiming him a big part of his life, that his only guilty actions were those gambling and extorting his money. Yeah, if you loved him and were concerned about him and his family and where they were, why would you be using his money? <laughs> So not just that, I I have a couple things. So obviously he's on death row right now. It has not been dropped. 
but he, there's no date or anything like that. Right, right. As of yet. Um, I do know that he had like an upcoming review on his case May of this year, mm-hmm. but I couldn't find like what was determined from that or anything yet. So I think, I think it's them trying to drop the death penalty, but I don't know what's going on yet. Right. Um, I wasn't able to, to find anything in particular on where they've decided that yet, but I do have a couple things to say on this one. Do you think he did it? So to me, it's very hard to determine that he did it. Right. When the only actual DNA that they were able to lift of Chase's was in the car. Like they didn't mention anything in the home. He had motive. His gambling problem. Right. Yes. He he did owe money, but how do you know that he owed money before? Where is the crime scene? Like, where were they actually murdered? Did he take them all from the house, drive a right. hundred miles away to Victorville? There was no blood or anything in the car. Right. Killed I, them outside they, and then buried them right there. And then I, he didn't leave any DNA on the sledgehammer that he also buried there. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's really hard for me to say he is guilty when there's a lot of reasonable doubt. Right. I mean. Also, to give him the death penalty. That's what I was about to say. The death penalty with no actual evidence is crazy extreme. Like. I don't know how that would even stand with, like, you have nothing really, you know? Hmm. Now, I do, I do believe he did have motive on a couple things. And he looks guilty in a lot of different instances. So to me, I felt like he looked guilty when he didn't go and check on his friend and his business associate and he sent somebody else and then still never went and checked again, like any other day after regardless Mm -hmm. or try or or answer or call back from his voicemail or anything like that like there was no he didn't try and contact him okay so wait he had called joseph had called him yeah and left a voicemail and then he didn't call him back this is weird i know so it's there's a lot of motive to me but there's also not it's I don't know it's to me I'm I'm gonna tell you my theory because I I did agree with one of your theories okay 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 let's hear it let's hear it (laughs) in a way I believe that summer was part of the witness protection program yes and I believe that whatever she was hiding from found her Mm -hmm. and murdered them Okay. And disposed of the body. And unfortunately, sometime Chase had to have driven his car. Maybe right. Maybe not then. Maybe, maybe it could have been months before it. It could have been him borrowing his car for a meeting. Right. And unfortunately, he is charged with this awful. Right. I think that's a good theory because he like had nothing. He could have had nothing to do with it. Like you said, just had drawn the car at some point and 
they're missing for a long time. There's no sign of them. He's got this gambling problem. So he's like, I have access to this account. But he's not, but he's not calling him because he's got this gambling problem. And he's like, so focused on his, he's going in debt at this point. He's losing money. Maybe he doesn't want to talk to him because he knows he's losing his money. He's like losing Joseph's money. And he's like, oh God, I don't want to, I don't want to talk to him. I'm going to send the coworker over there because I don't want to talk to him. I'm losing his money. Right. Maybe he had already, maybe Joseph had already seen that he was getting into his money before yeah, he even went yeah. missing. Or if not, maybe, maybe he started getting into the money afterwards because he was like, well, I have this I problem. Just, I'm in debt and this is just sitting here. Like there's no sign of them. Right. I just find it really sketchy and odd that Summer had so many different identities. I really believe the witness protection thing, because even if the FBI got in that, it's witness protection for a reason. Like the whole FBI is not going to have access to the witness protection list. No, they're not. Because that would not protect people. Like it has to be super on the down low. Like only a few people can know about it. Yeah. I just find it to me. That's, that's personally my theory. I Mm -hmm. think some, it just unfortunately went and that's why they left. They left because they were trying to run. They were trying to run. Right, right. Because she was found out. Yeah, I think that's a good theory. But I don't know. Yeah. It could could have truly been Chase. Who knows? Who knows? It's just odd to me that there's no kind of evidence at all. There's not, there's not true evidence. Right, right. There's, there's evidence and I'm putting air quotes out there, but there's not, there's not true evidence for this case. Interesting. So yeah, well, that is my case this week. (laughs) I'm just like, fuck, I'm stumped. (laughs) All right. Well, you can follow us on all the junk. Go to SarahHogSisters.com. It's got everything on there. Don't forget to to send us all your spooky stories. Literally, it could be something. It could be something super small too. Like it doesn't have to be like extremely long because we're going to have several to talk about. We have a ton, but we want to put yours in there. Right. Yeah. Just anything at all, any anything you got, send it our way, and we will we'll just have a good old spooky October episode with all that on there. Yes, Mariam. It'd be great. We can drink apple cider mimosas while we. Okay, sorry, calm down. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love I love fall. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, well, let's be awkward. Let us be awkward. I gotta go get a tire. For my car. <laughs> I gotta clean my house. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well. Oh, shit. (laughs) The thing just popped up that your meeting will end in 10 minutes. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs) So the district attorney um, sought the death penalty due to the extremities of the homicide. And by... Extremities? That might be right. I don't know. I'm I'm just thinking of like arms and legs. (laughs) Like extremities. That's how you say it. I don't know what. Go look at it. I don't know what you mean. Due to the extremities of extreme, like extreme to the max. I'm done with you. (laughs) I don't know. When I hear extremity, it just makes me think of like body part, like limbs. Extremities. I said it right. I know, but I don't understand what what the sentence means. Is what I'm saying. Extremity, the extreme degree of nature of something. Bitch, I said it right and in the right context. Let me talk.
Extremity is a limb or appendage of the body, particularly the hands and feet. It's because I'm medical. So when I hear extremities, that's what I think. Okay, because there's multiple definitions. I know, but I was confused because I just think of the medical medical one. Okay, I'll reword it. Due to the <laughs> arms and legs, the hands and feet of the homicide. <laughs> 